0: Today's topic of hardening hearts, I'm just going to remind us, just what we've been doing uh, the last few weeks, is we began first by looking at man's first sin in what, Genesis chapter 3, okay, when Adam and Eve first sinned, okay, then we saw the result of the fall, the effect is today that all of us have what, are sinful, right, so like I say this all the time, I don't have to teach my daughters how to what, whine, complain, get upset, be angry, right, or throw tantrum, they know themselves from sinful nature. Okay uh, So then we looked at the word for sin In the Old Testament Or the Hebrew words We looked at it for two weeks Then one week of the New Testament Then last week we looked at the theme of um, If you guys remember About how Whatever we set as an idol We become like. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember that? Right. Uh, we become blind uh, Or we have eyes that we don't see Mouths that don't uh, speak Or ears that don't hear So there's a sense where Whatever you set up above God Hi ben. ben Ben Sean Okay uh, whatever we said above God becomes uh, our idol and like that. So today's going to be related to that is the theme of hardening hearts. It's a pretty deep concept. Uh, it's probably the part where I think very few churches really teach through, even in Reformed circles. Uh, but I actually want to begin first with Exodus because I think there's a lot of misconception. I think a lot of times the first thing people hear, hardening hearts, they think, Oh, God is just making someone never believe. I think there's a part of truth, but there's a deeper sense. I think there's actually a very ironic, poetic sense also as well, okay? So today's outline. If you guys following along, we're gonna answer four. We're gonna look at four points. How many points? Four. Four, Okay. What's the first point? Is I know not everyone has the outlines. Uh, you know, with the phone. So the first point is, uh, question number one is why would God harden Pharaoh's heart? So the question is why would God harden Pharaoh's heart? Okay. We're asking that uh, question because uh, that's gonna be important. Okay. Second question is what does harden Hearts mean for the egyptian. I actually think knowing the egyptian context uh, The egyptian context in the time of pharaoh. They were not christians But I think the bible picks that up and then he's going to turn it around very ironically, okay Um with that so what does uh, god's hardened? Uh, what does heart and heart mean for the egyptian? Okay, which then when we go to the uh, old testament in the book of exodus you're going to see god's ironic Hardening of hearts. Okay, then you're going to see that whatever the Bible presents about hardening heart, it is actually very. It's kind of funny if it wasn't so sad. There's a point where, actually, I did laugh, even going through this. Not because it's beaming, but there's like, whoa, God, turn it around. What the Egyptians do, what they understand, what they teach in their religion, the Bible teaches the opposite. What hardening heart is. Okay, and the final part is application. All of this is not just academic. We should say, what does this mean for our life? Okay. So in general, hardening of heart is seen in the Bible as a punishment, okay? It is to say that if you're so sinful that you keep on seeing this way, God says, okay, fine, I'll give you up to do what you want, okay? Uh, I know last week we kind of talked about that a little bit, but this is the theme. And by the way, this is not just only an Old Testament theme, it's also a New Testament theme, okay? Mm-hmm. The Bible does not use it, uh, in, uh, turn with me to Romans 1. Uh, Romans 1 doesn't use that language of hardening, but I think it d- display this in action, Okay? Um, uh, so my view Is that when you look at the word Hardening of heart It's actually God punishing Like if you say After so many times You've heard about God's truth And you say I don't want it I don't want it Or I don't care Or I, or whatever Then now God says Okay I'm going to make it Where you get more sin That you want But then that means There's going to be more what? Punishment Okay So Romans 1 does. Uh, so I want to go here Because sometimes people Could think It's only in the Old Testament That oh when Jesus Christ comes That, that never happens anymore Okay uh, Romans 1, 18 um, If you remember The wrath of God is suppressed Is revealed in heaven against all Who suppress the unrighteousness of men Who suppress the truth Okay Unrighteousness The word suppressed there is uh, You guys ever have a beach ball And you're in a, a, a pool Or in the ocean What happens when you have the beach ball And you push it underneath the water It wants to what Rise You want to rise, right So suppressing means you're pushing it down Okay mm. You're pushing it down You're making it heavy but then, does it always? Uh, could you always suppress the truth about God? No. But right and wrong? No, your conscience still come back. Okay. So I know, like Chuck E. Cheese, you know, the little kids. What do you call those things? The whack-a-mole, right? Oh, yeah. You know, like the game where you try to have to hit all the thing that comes up, right? You guys ever seen that as a kid or, or commercials? But then, could you always hit everything? Could you always suppress everything? Some of it pops up, right? The little whatever stuff. But it's so same very thing. fun to eat Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. That's like sin, right? We we want to do that. But then it's, uh, you know, we don't suppress all the time. But notice it says, it goes on and says, um, people do know God, verses 20, um, right? So they're without excuse. And yet they did not, verse 21, they did not uh, honor Him. And then notice it goes on, they suppress God. So then, verses 24, this is the part that gets scary. It says, God gave them over in their lusts, their flesh to impurity, so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. Then, you know, they exchange the truth for a lie. So then God says, okay, if you don't care, they okay, don't care, I'll let you do whatever you want. But then is there going to be punishment afterward? Yeah, there is. Okay, so I think the hardening hearts concept is there too. So the question is, when people harden their heart, is it people or God? And the answer I think is both. Okay, people's own sinfulness uh, corrupt their own self, but also God is also do- allowing this to happen as what, mm. as punishment. Okay, so there's no such thing. Listen, listen, Let me say this very clear. There's no such thing as someone hardening their, someone God's hardening their heart, and the person says, no, I don't want a hardened heart. And then, like God's still hardening. That's the Bible doesn't teach that. God is what, uh, God is is not doing. It's that person is hardening their own heart. Also, at the same time, God is also allowing them to what as punishment. Okay, so I want to make that clear because sometimes people think Calvinism, oh, or what I believe is that oh God makes that person harden their heart, even though that person says no, 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 I want to follow you. And then yet no, it's like no, they're sinful, and that's God doing what as further punishment. Okay, or maybe the analogy I, I give is like for instance. If a kid sometimes you see right, they misbehave a lot and the parent says, "Okay, fine, do whatever you want." And the kids keep doing it and guess what? They're going to be a big spanking after, okay uh, with that as you're saying, okay, if you really want that, you're going to see what happened, the result. Does that make sense? Okay? So in general, hardening of heart in the Bible is seen as God's judgment of people's sinfulness so that we need to, so we need to then ask, why would God harden Pharaoh's heart, okay? So if you guys Now we're going to consider a Question number one Is why would God harden Pharaoh's heart Remember the story in Exodus Before we go over there Let me ask you guys a question What do you guys think Why did God harden Pharaoh's heart What are the things you guys would say Is a reason you guys know the story We're probably going to hit those reasons But I just want to He was ask. opposed to letting God's people go Yeah He was opposed to letting God's people go Okay anything else To show the Israelites the power of God Yeah good Okay To show all the Israelites, the power of, of God, okay, and even the Egyptians too. Yeah, and even the Egyptians too, okay. Uh, so we're going to consider this. Um, the reasons why is first and foremost, I think the reasons if you're following the out, outline is as a punishment for the sins of Pharaoh, okay. It's also as a punishment for the sins of pharaohs. Let me say pharaohs, plural, ass, okay. Um, there was more than one pharaoh, but I think it's been a long. So when God punishes Israel, uh, he the thing is not because of just one time. Just one thing, okay? God has been very gracious. How long have the... the, the, They've also enslaved who? The Hebrews, right? Remember, they first came as guests. Then they forgot how they came there. And then they started punishing them by making them into what? Slaves in their country. And that slavery, was it for a short time or a long time? Long time, okay? Longer than the United States has been around, okay? Sometimes when they teach history, my little girls say, Oh, America is 230 years ago. I say, Oh... Wait until you learn about the history of what? China. is even longer. I don't even remember all the dynasties. Okay? Uh, then wait till you learn about Egypt, right? And then Egypt turns out. And said, what? Wow, that's long ago. That's so long ago. Okay? So God has been for hundreds of years, for 400 years, have allowed them. So God uh, is punishing them. hardening the final uh, Pharaoh was to, as a long line of punishment because of what? The various kings yeah. Their sons Their fathers And fathers' right. fathers Okay They keep on God's been so gracious But then finally says You know what After so long Now I'm gonna punish you For my sin." Yeah. So turn with oh, For their sins Turn with me real quick To Exodus chapter 1 verse 16 So we're gonna look first At why God were hardened heart Then we're gonna see <coughs> What does the word mean Okay In the original context Of Egyptian Then we're gonna see How God uses it In the uh, uh, Old Testament And then application Okay so again, we're gonna look at sins. Why will God harden the heart? Exodus chapter 1, verse 16. Uh, Derek, would you be able to read Exodus 116 out loud? And he said, when you are helping the Hebrew woman to give birth and see them upon the birth soul, if it is a son, then you shall put him to death. But if it is a daughter, then she shall live. Okay. So here in the context is this is the king, the ruler of Egypt, speaking. He told the woman. That were uh, the, what do you call it, um, verse 15, the um, midwives. Midwives are women that help what? Other women uh, deliver children, okay? Uh, most part of the world, most of history, there's not necessarily hospitals. So that's one way uh, 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 of giving birth. So the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, the emperor of Egypt, told and ordered the people what? Ordered the people that they must, uh, the midwives, they must kill all the firstborn of who? or not the firstborns, kill all the sons and of what? Israel. Of Israel. So the, only the women would give birth and then they marry Egyptian and they merge into their society, okay? Mm-hmm. Good thing or bad thing? Bad. bad. okay? Because remember in Genesis, God has a plan for the nation of Israel. Eventually is to bring about the Savior, which is later on we know is Jesus Christ, okay? So that is one sin. They ordered the killing of the sons of Hebrews, okay? Did the midwives listen to Pharaoh? No, no, the Bible says if you have anyone that goes against God, you must listen to God first. But then everything else you should listen to, okay? You should listen to, okay? For instance, your parents, if your parents say, disobey God, do you listen to your parents or God? God, right? So same thing if a government, same thing, okay? But again, at the same time, how do you know the difference in rebellion is always this. When I was younger as a pastor, I didn't think clearly. When someone says, oh, my mom and dad tells me all these bad advice, I often say, oh, yeah, I yeah, don't listen. Then as I grow older, I realize, wait, wait. What did they say? And by the way, the other parts that is right, do you listen? Well, no, not really. Mm. Well, no, no. The parts that say is right, you better listen and obey, so that if you ever say to them, "Oh, I don't, I'm gonna disobey here," they don't think, "Oh, it's just you just want to do your own thing." Does that make sense? Uh, I know for my own life with my parents, you know, uh, my mom worship, or had idols, you know, just Chinese family. Mm. Then when I became a Christian, at first I, you know, was not very obedient still. Then I start realizing, oh, I need to obey my mom and everything else. So when I, I tell my mom. Chinese New Year comes around. Oh, I cannot uh, bow down to idol. I cannot hold the incense and all that. She knows it's not because I just w- don't want to do it, but because it's out of principle, out of love of God, mm-hmm. and out of love of God, I have to listen to her when she is right, or even when Aria is not wrong. Even if it's not just right, it's just not wrong. Then, even though it's not my preference, even though it's not wise, I still what, or what I think is wise, I still listen. Does that make sense? To show what you honor them. So here, the midwives did not obey, so Pharaoh. Uh, how do you think the king feel pharaoh if someone does not obey him betrayed. feel betrayed and very what angry so let's look at the result uh, exodus 122 um dog would you be able to read exodus 122 uh exodus chapter 1 verse 22 okay uh, then Pharaoh gave disorder to all his people Every boy that was born You must throw into the Nile But let every girl leave yeah. So now it doesn't say to the midwives To secretly kill these boys But now it's like No, we need to get all those boys And put them where? Mm-hmm. Yeah, throw in the Nile River Okay But that's pretty horrifying, it right? Is. Drowning yeah. the death Whereas before it's just to kill He doesn't say how Now he says what? A horrifying way of dying is what—drowning to death. Okay, pretty evil, I think. Okay, so that's sin number two. Okay, this would uh, then there's sin number three. Uh, they did not let the Hebrews go, right, to worship their God. I mean, that's the whole book of Exodus, right? Okay, so uh, the whole book. And I think there's another reason why God is going to be judging Pharaoh. Um, this is not so much in the Bible, but this is more outside in history. Pharaoh. Was he considered a regular human being? Was he considered another regular king? Or was he considered something else, above human? What do you guys think? Something above human by the yeah. Egyptians? Yeah, by the Egyptians. Yeah. They saw him as what? A small god? Because well, Egyptians have many gods. Did they see him as a small god? Or did they see him as one of the bigger gods? What do you guys think? Probably. Like, to be looking at uh, like the sound of the sun? Or I, I can't remember what mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. Maybe they are yeah, thinking of they are the sons of the sun. Yeah, son of the sun yeah, very good, okay. Uh, they the sun god is what you guys remember in Ra. Ra. Very good. Wow, you remember your history, okay? Ra, okay. So a lot of times in other um, a lot of religions they'll be the son of the gods, right? Mm-hmm. But for the Egyptian, at different times in their theology, sometimes they'll say he's the son of the god, but a lot of times they'll say he is the god. On here on earth and then he dies and then of course the cycle repeats again okay so for them so this is the different titles okay this is you know how there's different titles for Kings right um, I think uh, I forgot who was it that told me was it Ben Chung you told me that that recently you learned that the Russian King Tsar is actually from yeah it was you okay he's shaking his head while he's eating his dinner okay the the Egyptian uh, the, so what you, what's the title for the Russian King Tsar? Tsar. okay which actually comes to the uh, the root word of what kaiser or caesar okay like the the roman emperor term but it's modified for russian language okay same thing when you go to germany before when they used to have an emperor what's his name kaiser Kaiser, which is actually a german germanified name okay so there's different titles okay and back then the title for the king of egypt which is the pharaoh you know what he's called he's called a savior of egypt and if you're a christian you're like wait, wait savior is who jesus christ who is God, okay. The other title is Lord of the Living. You'll be like, hey, that kind of sounds like Lord of the Lords, okay? with mm-hmm. uh, the Bible, okay? He's called Universal God, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's called also God of Heaven and Earth. Now, do we see in the Bible it often say Yahweh, which is the Hebrew God, God of heaven and earth? Yeah, okay. So all of this, and he's saying he's the real God, okay? So now God is setting it up, okay. If I think there's a battle of the gods, okay? The, so in the story of Exodus, more than just freeing Egypt, there is that. But the biggest story is God is trying to tell to the Hebrews, like, no don't, no, don't go by worshiping other gods. I am the real God, right? So remember when Moses throw down the stick, it turns into what? It's snake. Me. Snake. And then uh, the Egyptian magician throw down the snake and also what? Turn into snake. Then they fight each other. And then eventually, none of the magicians could do anything that God could do, right? Like Moses could do, calling down hail and fire. And by the way, I think in the plagues, God also does it where everything else, he brings the Nile River turned to blood, right? Um, they worship the Nile River as a god too. Then they invoke their gods and then also say, hey, how come our, our god is not listening or goddesses is mm-hmm. not listening? So mm-hmm. there's also all of that. There's a polemical theology. the Column of Fire when the yeah. Hebrews left Egypt. Yeah, yeah. All of that, okay? So this is the fourth reason why. Okay, let me summarize the uh, four reasons why God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Number one is Pharaoh ordered midwives to kill the sons of who? Hebrews, okay? Secondly, midwives disobeyed Pharaoh and ordered the sons of Hebrew to be drowned. Okay? Third one is they did not let they enslaved the Hebrews and then they didn't let them go. Okay? Um, by the way, I think God is also gracious. Don't ever look at this and think God is mean. He is a God of justice. Think about it. He brought about 10 plagues and the people were so sinful. The king was so sinful, he didn't, I mean, 10 times. right? And God went, for, did he went from the worst possible uh, punishment or from the least to the greatest? That's his way. Greatest to the least Or least to the greatest. the greatest So even then It was judgment Is he still merciful mm-hmm. Yeah Okay So and then I think there's a final reason Is a reason that Sometimes people don't Like to think about But it is biblical What Derek said Okay mm-hmm. Turn with me to Romans chapter 9 Verses 17 and 18 Now we're going to turn to Romans Okay Chapter 9 Verses 17 and 18 Okay um, Josh would you be able to read Romans chapter 9 Verses 17 and 18 Romans chapter 9. Mm-hmm. Romans chapter 9, verses 17 to 18. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I raise you up to demonstrate my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed throughout the world, the earth, the whole earth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then he has mercy on whom he desires. And he hardens only desires. Yeah, so Romans nine is Paul looking back in the theme, and he's applying it in even a greater scope, right, with predestination, things like that, okay? But here for the sake of time, if you notice in verse seventeen, Paul quotes from the what? Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Actually he quotes from Exodus nine sixteen. We don't have to turn there. But he's quoting in Exodus nine sixteen saying, hey, why did God allow all these plagues to happen? And, and all that? Is he says here to show his what? Power, okay? And I like what Derek said earlier. is to show the Israelites power. Is that true? Yeah. Um, by the way, in verses 18, do you see the word harden? He hardens whom he hardens, right? Mm-hmm. Whose heart did God specifically harden in the story of Exodus? Pharaoh, okay? Pharaoh, okay? So he hardened and he shows mercy to whom he has mercy, okay? By the way, all of us deserve. If God hardened our heart, could you say God is wrong? No. No, because we're already all sinful. But if he shows mercy, it's purely out of what? Mercy and grace. Okay? So I think I hope you guys realize when I teach a study, I'm not saying we're better than others. We're all sinful. And we're showing grace. For the rest of my life, for all eternity, I would probably say, Why would God save me? Right? Why would God save me? A sinner, an enemy of God. Why would he show mercy? Yes, he's merciful, but why me? Why not someone else? Why not skip over me? And there's no good reason for him to s- us to say, hey, don't skip over me, right? So here in verses eight, uh, 17, notice he didn't just only say, and I like what uh, Mr. Burton said, what uh, Derek said is so that the Israelites would know the power of God, mm-hmm. Mr. Burton added, even for the Egyptian. But do you see what verse 17 says, what God says? So that my name will proclaim throughout the whole, what, earth. Did you see the word earth? What part of the earth? A part of the earth a little bit? The whole, earth. the whole earth. right? Is it only for Egypt? No, it's beyond the borders of Egypt, okay? So God does this to show His, what? Glory. Why He hardened His heart, okay? So we'll just set up. Now we're going to ask the question, okay? So this is the part where um, a lot of... The second part is not so much in the Bible, but it's more from uh, archaeology and reading Egyptian writing, okay? Uh, what does hardening hearts for the Egyptian mean, okay? So... Hardening hearts for us as Christians. Uh, if you guys have been following all along, we know hardening hearts is a bad thing as yeah. Christian. Yes, but for the he uh, the Egyptian religion, the Egyptian religion hardening of hearts was a good thing. You guys catch what I just said? Hardening so, hearts is a good thing. So for the Egyptian religion, hardening of heart is a good thing. Okay, let me explain what I mean by that. Okay, because I think this set up the third part of how everything God says in the uh, Exodus is very ironic. It's very poetic, okay? I think God actually has a sense of humor, okay? Uh, God, you know, you see today, Jewish rabbi, if they have humor, is isn't just because they're, ju- they're just Jewish. I think that part of it is the reading of the Old Testament, okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Egyptians believe life after death, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I know right now in, um, what do you call that? Uh, Reagan's library. I don't know if it's passed yet. I, I saw ads uh, up till February. I don't know when. Um, they actually have in Reagan's library a uh, special display of like Egypt stuff. But every Monday, I've been busy. <laughs> every day, uh, a holiday, you know, Monday's my day off, right? But every Monday, I'm doing something that I end up not being able to go there, okay? Uh, studying foreign or something else like that, okay? But I hope I didn't miss it, okay? Because I can't wait, okay? Because we often think of Egypt as most of us think of what? The, uh, what do you call it, the triangle thing? Um, pyramids. pyramids, and what else? The mummies, right? And all, all of that, okay? So for them, they believe life after death, okay? And they believe that when you die, you'll be judged, Oh, same thing like many religion, okay. Mm-hmm. So in their religion, they believe that the way your judged is in two steps, okay. They would have something called when you die, you appear uh before uh, in a place called the hall of judgment, okay. Or mm-hmm. you will be judged, just like many religion. But they'll say that in the hall it's two, There will be two places, the two ends, right? You, the person that's dead, will be on one end, and then they'll take out your heart and put your heart in the other end, okay. So when you die. Then they give you, a, uh, you know, the gods give you, or one of the gods give you a long list of sin. Different kind, right? Kind of like the Ten Commandments, but many more. So then you look at that, they'll ask you, have you, have you done this? And then people, according to them, will say, no, 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 I have not broken that. And then they'll say, have you ever lied? No, no, I have not lied. Mm. Have you stolen? No, 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 I have not. Why, why would people say that? Because they don't want to be, go to hell or, or be punished or come back and be something else. You know, floor, life form, okay? So then they co- keep going with that. But you know why they took the heart out? Because on the other end, the heart... They have a scale. Scale, yeah. They're going to weigh it. They're going to weigh it. very good, okay? They're going to weigh okay? Because the heart is going to tell the truth. So when you say, have you ever lied? You're like, no, no, I have not lied. Ha <laughs> The heart gets heavier yeah. for showing that you have sinned, okay? Then you say, have you ever stolen anything? No, no, I'm not stolen anything. And then the hearts get what? Heavier, the scale. Have you ever committed adultery? Have you ever fornicated? Have you ever lust after a woman? Then your heart gets what? Heavier, heavier, heavier. Have you ever stolen anything? You get the idea, okay? So the heart is what? Condemning you, okay? The heart is what? Condemning you, okay? So the Egyptian believed the heart will always confess the person's sin. The same thing, too, right? Sometimes when someone asks you, hey, have you ever lied? Then your whole what? Your conscience is like, is like a, a fire alarm, right? Going off, duh, 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 and your body language sometimes still tell the truth, true or not, okay? Move um, that, okay? So, th- but then when you try to lie, what do you do? We call that in English, what? You're hardening yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to like, oh, no, 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 right? You're yourself, and then you, you start trying to believe your own lie sometimes, uh, sadly, okay? Mm-hmm. So, the Egyptian believe also, the, the Egyptian is, agrees with the Bible in one, one area, is this. In their religion, they believe that everyone is sinful, so everyone that's going to be here for the judgment, are they going to get out of it? No. Because all of us have sin, okay? But then for them, they think there's a way to be saved. There's a way to be saved. And for them, they believe to be saved from the sinful ways is they believe there's a way to be saved. And that is something that controls the heart, okay? Now, you could Google this afterward, okay? You could Google um, beetle, okay? Uh, e- Egypt uh beetle stone, okay? They have this stone. Uh that looks they shape the stone. Looks like uh you know how Egypt they have like different animals they like? But one of the things they're really into if you guys remember they're really into what? Beetles, right? So you see like beetle uh what call it um rings or yeah this yeah how'd you know? Whoa I paid attention in history class. Yeah the scarab (laughs) beetles okay very good okay Wow, that's pretty, that's very specific. Yeah, that, that, Yeah. Exa- so they're forming exactly the uh, the beetle that's in e- e- the Nile River area, okay? The scarab uh, beetle, they'll put a stone. So when you die, when people become and you know how they mummify them, they would put it next to the heart, uh, this stone. And then in the stone, they have a little Egyptian hieroglyphic writing, which is a spell. And that uh, is supposed to be coming from the pharaoh, okay? Because remember the Pharaoh, they believe is a sun god, okay? Mm. By the way, the beetles they also believe is also like a sun god, also as well. Like, beetles are kind of hard to kill. Well, they think it, you know, like you try to get rid of them, they're still there. It's like, oh, this thing lives forever. So then they think, you know, they're tied to the sun god also as well. So then they would think that, oh, the way to be saved is to worship Pharaoh. Mm. And also as well, get the stone from Pharaoh that you'll, you know, pay money for. It goes into the coffers of their, 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 their country, right? Uh, The treasury. So then, when you have this, they'll put this on the person's clothes, or they tie it to their chest. And then, when you die, they think it goes when you go into the uh, afterlife. Your heart is covered with this stone, so your heart becomes what hardened. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that when the gods say, "Hey, is this speaking true?" It's like, oh, this stone is not weighed down. Because it's hardened mm. Oh this person is righteous Oh this person is perfect Okay into eternity you go Right mm. Into uh, wh- whatever it is They believe heaven Or whatever All that kind of thing Okay So that's what the Egyptian believe Okay um, So they believe that When your heart is hardened When it's covered over Your heart become what Silent and still Okay uh, With that Okay So, uh, so then they, th- they actually think It's a way to what Go to heaven A way to be saved They see it's a good thing Okay um, they think suppressing the truth is how you go to heaven. Now, does this agree with the Bible? If you oh, know yeah. your Bible, is no. In fact, everything I said sounds like the opposite of the Bible, right? True or not? Okay. In order to to be saved, what do you have to do? Confess your sins to God. Right? You have to acknowledge it. Okay. So, um, so they believe there's a way to um, confess, and this thing later the Egyptian reuses language hardening of heart. Okay. So now we're going to go to point number three, okay? So to way of review, point number one I looked at earlier is why would God harden Pharaoh's heart? Remember we saw the three kinds of sin, four kinds of sin, and also for the glory of God. Then what, by way of review, we looked at the second question. What does hardened heart mean for the Egyptian? Now we're going to look to the Bible, and we're going to see that God is going to bring an ironic hardening of heart. God is going to do the very opposite of that. But when He does that, is actually Irony. You guys know what I mean by irony? You guys know what I mean by irony is a uh, is kind of like a funny thing where the person thinks it's one thing, but it's the what opposite. Okay, it's the opposite. Okay, maybe the, uh, we'll go through some example with that. Okay. So why? Uh, so oh man, uh, let me follow my Ellen. Okay. So God, uh, turn with me to Exodus seven three. Okay, turn with Exodus chapter seven verses three. Um. Paul, would you be able to read Exodus 7-3? Yes. Uh, God tends to show His signs and work by hardening Pharaoh's heart. But okay. I will harden Pharaoh's heart that I may multiply my signs and uh, my wonders in the land of Egypt. Yeah, okay. Thank you so much. Um Notice this verse mentioned that God will show His signs and wonders. Remember, we kind of talked about that earlier, uh, quoting from... Romans chapter nine yeah. verse seventeen eighteen, which quotes from Exodus chapter nine. Like uh, we see this theme all throughout Exodus. More than one time, God says the reason why He's hardened heart is to show His what glory. Okay. Uh, here we see this in the context. You could think of what are the signs of wonder? What are some of the signs of wonder God's shown? Because He hardened Pharaoh's heart, God shows signs of wonder. What are the some of the plagues? What? It's a wonder or it's like. A, um, a lot of terrible things happen. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, wonder is more like because it's miraculous, not because it's like like a like a nice Disney or roller coaster ride. It's like, yeah, all those terrible things happen, right? What are some of those signs? What are some of those signs? It's like the frogs. Frogs, yeah. Rainy frogs. Yeah, first the was dead. Yeah, it was dead, okay, which is the final one, okay? Any other ones that you guys remember? What did it, right? Lice, right? Yeah, lice, okay. Right. Yeah, Darkness. Boars. Darkness, okay. Um, water turning into blood. The yeah. locusts, you guys remember that? All those things, that, they had things with their skin and all of that, okay? With that, okay? So, I want to point out, there's an irony here. For, remember, the Egyptians, what did they think of hardening the hearts? Who has that power? Pharaoh, Pharaoh who mm. is God, Pharaoh, name, right? Pharaoh. Right. Okay? But then, do you see how amazing this is? Now it's God turns it around and makes it very ironic. Hardening of heart usually shows the power of Pharaoh. But God does hardening of heart to show he is the one that mm-hmm. has power. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the Egyptians would look at the stone and think, oh, I want that stone. This is amazing. This wonderful thing that I could go to heaven by to show the power of Pharaoh. But mm-hmm. then now God turns around and says, nope, I'm not showing the power of Pharaoh. I'm going to show my power. Mm-hmm. And in showing my power, I'm going to show how powerless is who. Pharaoh, okay? Do right. you see that's an example of irony, mm. right? Irony is one of those things hard to define, but you see how like this mm-hmm. is so funny in some... I mean, it's still sad, it's God's right. judgment, but there's a sense of humor that's involved, at what we call irony with that, okay? Mm. By the way, the Egyptian idea of hardening of heart was to make one's heart not confess sin, right? You remember that mm. little story? But ironically, when God hardened Pharaoh's heart, it actually led him to say, he is sinful. Mm. Now remember, for the Egyptian... Uh, Pharaoh was a god Pharaoh was a god You cannot go to the, If you go to the king And say he's wrong What will happen to you? Big trouble Big trouble yeah. Bad things happen Okay right. But then to do this hardening of heart, God now turns around, and makes it so ironic. Okay, this person who's able to be perfect supposedly and is able to bring other people salvation, now he's the one that has to confess he's wrong. Do you yeah. see the irony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, the power of hardening the heart of Pharaoh is to make people not confess their sin so that they will be able to go to heaven. Yeah. But now God turns around and uses a hardening of heart to make him say he is sinful. Yeah. Turn with me real quick to Exodus chapter seven, verses three. Okay. Exodus, oh, correction, Exodus chapter 9, verse 27. Exodus chapter 9, verse 27, when we turn, uh, Mr. Burr, would you be able to read Exodus chapter 9, verse 27? Sure. And Pharaoh uh, sent and called for Moses and Aaron and said to them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is righteous, and my people and I are wicked. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing, right? Amazing. In the context here, remember, there's ten plagues. This one was after the plague of hail. Mm-hmm. You know, the the stones like ice raining down. Okay. He finally is what. He's like, oh, whoa! He's confessing mm-hmm. that he is wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, ironically, Pharaoh confesses sin, even though what? He's the one that would not confess, mm. and hardening of heart is usually what making people not confess. Okay, right. so do you see how God uses that to be the exact opposite? Okay? okay, to be the exact opposite here. Okay. Um. So instead of saying he's righteous, now the king is saying God is righteous. Okay, mm. so he's confessing the God of the Bible is righteous instead of himself. Okay, uh, and by the way, after this confession, did he, was he sincere? Because as soon as the, p- the hail stopped. Moses stopped it. Guess what happened? Did he still let them go? He's like, no, I'm gonna go back to that. Okay. Right. By the way, that's how sinful nature is. Sometimes God spare us, spare people certain consequence, and then instead of thinking, oh, I should change, they do what? Oh, maybe I could get away with it even yes. more. That's making them even more yes. sinful. Okay. Yes. That, by the way, also shows they harden their own hearts, yes. but also what? God allowing them and also hardening them as a yes. sign of punishment even more. Does that make sense? So the punishment is even greater, okay? Again, remember, uh, I wanted to state this very clearly. God is not just hardening hearts just because he's mean. and Oh, he picks someone innocent. He's just hardening hearts. But he's using what? Those that are sinful mm. to further judge them, okay? So mm. you guys need to understand it's judicial. It is not uh, the same way he, he predestined people for salvation, okay? Mm. Um, that one's surely out of his goodness. This one is still goodness, but in terms of judicial punishment mm. that they deserve, mm. Okay. With that. Turn with me also as Exodus chapter 10, verses 16 to 17. Uh, Eric, would you be able to read Exodus chapter 10, verses 16 to 17? Obviously, there's one chapter later, okay? So there's more uh, plagues that happen. Exodus chapter 10, verses 16 to 17. Then Pharaoh hurriedly the called for Moses and Aaron, and he said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now, therefore, please forgive my sin only this once. Make supplication to the Lord your God that He would only remove this death from you. Okay. Do you see the irony here? What is the ar- ar- irony? Is He's again, once again, what confessing his sin to God? Yeah. Remember the irony of like hardening of heart for the Egyptian is a way of salvation by not still by stealing your heart and and pretending, making your heart not think it's you're you're innocent. But here now he's what confessing to God. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a another irony to to see here is he's. He's supposed to be a God, mm. now saying he's wronged, who Moses, do you catch that? Mm. and wronged against the God of the Bible, and by the way, in Egyptian religion, you go to Pharaoh for help to be saved, but now he's going to who to the real God of the Bible for help to be saved. okay? do you guys see that there's an incredible irony here, okay so you're following on the outline. the next point is thus instead of hardening hearts to hide sin. God's hardening of heart reveals sin, okay? God turns it around to be something exactly opposite what we understand today as hardening of hearts, okay? Um, Next point is Egyptian idea of hardening of heart is to avoid judgment, but God's hardening of heart is to bring judgment according to Exodus, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Turn with me, so did you catch what I'm saying? Is hardening of heart is to free people from judgment, but now we see God uses that is actually to bring about judgment. Turn with me, Exodus chapter 14, verses 4. Caleb, would you be able to read Exodus chapter 14, verses 4? Exodus chapter 14, verses 4. Um, okay. Thus I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will chase after them and I will be honored through Pharaoh and all his army and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord and they did so. Yeah, so this is when remember he finally let them go but then he had what? Instant regret. Oh no, I'm not going to have any slaves. Mm-hmm. And what did Pharaoh do? God tells ahead of time, Moses, you know what? I'm going to harden his heart and he's still going to be sinful and he's mm-hmm. going to still pursue. Mm-hmm. And then you see the result of that. You mm-hmm. see the result of that is what God judges them. Okay? Mm-hmm. In verses... Uh, 17 to 28, you see what happened? Is he pr- they pursue them? Verse 17 says, As for me, behold, I will harden the heart of the Egyptians, so that they will go in after them, and I'll be honored through Pharaoh and all his army through his chariots and his horsemen, right? This is where God is part of the Red Sea and they're pursuing, okay? Uh, and then God judges them, okay. So Egyptian idea of hardening heart is to avoid judgment. But God does that is to what? Bring about final judgment. Judgment with that, okay? Is it pretty ironic or what? Pretty ironic, really? I would say, okay? Um, there's also an irony in Exodus. There's also an irony in Exodus in that Pharaoh was seen only seen as Egyptian. That, so for, e, for e, Egyptian, they think everyone will be judged after they die, except for one person. Mm. <laughs> Who's that? Pharaoh. Pharaoh, okay? Now, when you look at the Bible in Exodus... In Exodus, there's only one person mentioned that was hardened. It didn't say his servants. It didn't say his, ma- uh, his, uh, his queen. It didn't say his soldiers were hardened or his generals or his wise men. Only one person is hardened in Exodus. Who's that one person? Pharaoh. Pharaoh, okay. I mean, just look with me real quick. Exodus 421. Exodus 421. When we get there, uh, Derek, would you be able to read that? This is the first time hardening of heart was mentioned. The Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt, see that you performed before Pharaoh all the wonders which have put in your power. God will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go. Yeah, okay. And I mean, uh, if you have your outlines, I quoted 18 verses, okay. All the time that hardened hearts appear. Yeah. Every single time, there's only one yeah. person that's hardened heart. Is uh, that, That's the recipient of that That's Pharaoh The only person in the Egypt religion Says would, would not need a hardened heart Is who? Mm. Is Pharaoh And now here he's the only one That's heart is actually specifically mentioned as hardened mm. Okay uh, With that Which shows an incredible irony God is turning this all around yeah. uh, Against their uh, uh, e- e- uh, e- Egyptian religion Okay, Ultimately it shows that the Egyptian way of salvation is a sham I think God's point here is to show to the average Egyptian, yeah, you know what? Your religion is a way, it does not work for salvation. To deny your sin is not going to get you to heaven, okay, And uh, uh, to be saved. But rather it's opposite, okay? So he's showing that. And by the way, I think, this is where I think God's judgment and grace kisses each other, okay? By showing this, this allow what? The Egyptians to see, hey, their religion doesn't save. Is that a gracious act? I Mm -hmm. think so, because later on, somebody remember when it comes time to put the blood on the gold pole. uh, You you guys realize, you guys realize, compared to Pharaoh to God, God is actually more gracious. Pharaoh wanted every firstborn, uh, uh, not every firstborn. Pharaoh wanted all the sons of what to be killed. killed. Mm -hmm. God's only began with the firstborn. Okay, Mm -hmm. now you might say, "Oh, God's only," but He only allowed the firstborn. He didn't wipe them all out. You guys see the difference? Mm Today, there's still the nation of Egypt. In fact, the Bible in Isaiah even says later on in the future in heaven, there will still be Egyptian. Right. Okay? So God, even in his judgment, is still being gracious. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's not this, as, as, as terrible as Pharaoh. The other thing also as well is when he does this, is also did some of the Egyptians turn to the real God of the Bible? Yeah, yes. yeah because because sometimes people say, oh, so mean. Why does just one bad leader affect the whole nation? Well, yeah, that's still your leader. Right. You can't say that. But at the same time, God allowed individual Egyptians to have their sons spared. Because some of the Egyptians start realizing oh no, this God of the Hebrews is real. So if they put blood on their uh, go, uh, doorposts, would their firstborn be killed? No. No. Would their firstborn animal be killed? No. So God, do you see how God is even showing grace? In this instance here okay so he by showing it's a sham with the Egyptian religion he's also showing a hey, there's way leads to damnation but there's also a way turn to the real living God okay mm-hmm. so then let's look at the result of all of this remember um, Exodus 12:29 have to t- uh, actually let's turn to exodus 1229 mr. Byrne would you be able to read Exodus 1229. Oh, did I have you read earlier, Mr. Uh, I should be able to read it. Okay, sorry. And it came to pass at midnight that the Lord struck all the firstborn of the land of Egypt. from The firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on the throne to the firstborn of the captive who hmm. uh, in was to the, in the yeah. d- dungeon and the firstborn of the livestock. Yeah, okay. So that was the result of God's hardening of heart, okay? Mm. Second result, you also see in Exodus 15. This is the song of Egypt. It's kind of long, but Moses makes a song. He mm. sings a song because remember the armies followed all those slaves? Right. Mm-hmm. And it looked like there's no way out and then God what? Allowed the sea to be open. And then the Hebrews marched in. It was okay, but once Pharaoh's army went in, what happened? The water came down. This is almost like an echo of you, these two judgments. almost an echo of the first sin in the beginning of Exodus, right? Pharaoh's first sin was what? A, every firstborn wants to be killed. And now, boom, all the firstborn of the land was killed. Mm. Pharaoh's sin earlier was after he says, oh, what, these midwives are unfaithful and he's in anguish and he feel betrayed. And now he wants every of those, he's drowning all those boys. Mm. Guess what happened Now The very sons the, the soldiers The soldiers Were being drowned also But then at the same time You see even God Is not exactly eye for eye Because that doesn't mean Every son's got drowned And wiped mm-hmm. out Still you see It shows That this is the result So let's go to application now Okay Let's turn As application Let's turn to Psalm 10 verse 2 Okay Psalm 10 verse 2 dog you could turn there Psalm 10 verse 2 Psalm 10 verse 2 In his arrogance The wicked man hunts down the weak While caught in the schemes He devises Yeah Psalm 10 verse 2 In pride the wicked Pursue the afflicted Right Look, It makes it very clear The wicked will try to go Hurt those that are You know Easier to pick on Just like any bullies Right But what does verse 2 say Let them be kind Of their own device Okay so Pharaoh shows this The hardening of heart Is exactly that Okay God does it Where sometimes When people are so sinful It's like You know what I'm going to let them Go fully And we're going to see What happens What it's like When the punishment comes So when the, when the punishment Finally comes Everyone's like Whoa Okay This is crazy Okay, okay. I remember when I was in Iraq um, There was a guy That wanted to set up a bomb So, so for, this is my view For those bad guys To go after so, uh, us Americans That's a, not a good thing uh, That's understandable Even though it's my own life, because what it's a insurgent fighting soldier, you know. But if you go kill civilians, it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of, you know, that's women and children. Like, you know, it has nothing to do with them, right? So this one guy decided to set up a bomb, but instead of going after, you know, dropping a bomb and killing an American Marine or whatever, this guy decided to put it in a theater. But when he put it there, this is 2003. (laughs) Guess what happened? He blew himself up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then I remember. Before people were there. Uh, yeah, before... he it was there and it blew up. Yeah, yeah, but then it blew up. And then there was a big uh, thing, and then the Marines showed up, we showed up, and everything else was like, oh. And I didn't go in because I didn't want to see blood and chaos, but everyone was like wondering, oh, no, there must be a lot of people dead. If it's in there, then it turned out, oh, there's no movie playing. It was in between movies, and Hmm. he just blew up himself, okay? Wow. So I bring it up to say is this. um, Sometimes God allows that to remind us, A... you know, eventually it was an act of judgment, okay? Now, maybe that one is, you know, it was one thing, but you guys hear even the guy that, uh, the terrorist in Hamas, one of the founders, you guys hear that on the news recently? I don't know if it's true or not, but it's on the news. Supposedly he was cleaning his gun and he shot himself. Wow. The founder of Hamas, okay? Wow. I don't know if it's true or it's one of those own guys or Israel does something. Sometimes Israel does that, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, sometimes you realize that happens. Okay? Now, let me say this. All this is not, I'm not saying this illustration to say, oh, yeah, invading Iraq is okay. I'm just saying, the reality is what sometimes you play with fire right, right. you get burned with fire sure. okay uh, I'm not saying it's all right, but at the same time trying to blow up innocent men and women is also wrong. Does yeah, that make yeah, sense? Right. okay so I'm not like waving the flag kind of thing but I'm also saying, hey killing innocent people is also wrong okay yeah, yeah. And yeah. sometimes in the same way we see this punishment. so do you believe in this principle okay? Second application, we need to be careful not to harden our heart okay yeah. uh, So hardening your heart this is where I think the mechanism of hardening heart or double predestination is also very different when it comes to judging those that are not elect versus those that say because no one in the Bible does to say hey you elect yourself, mm-hmm. no one in the Bible says that. No one says hey you choose yourself, you know, uh, with that. But if you look at uh, Hebrews uh, three eight, there's actually a warning that don't harden your heart. Okay, we need to be careful not to harden our heart. It says, do not harden your hearts mm. as when they provoked me as in the days of trials in the wilderness. So we need to watch out, hey. When God allows, spares you from judgment of sin, don't just say, oh, God doesn't care. Oh, maybe God's all love and He doesn't care what I do or hurt others. No. Mm. Sometimes He's setting up, if you don't repent, yes, it's grace and mercy. Mm. But on the other side of taking that is also what? The poetic, ironic judgment okay. that happens. Mm. So do not harden your heart. Confess your sin to God. Surrender to God, okay? Hebrews The uh, third application is this. Hebrews 3.13 says this. But encourage one another day after day As long as it is still called today So that none of you will be hardened By the deceitfulness of sin The third application is this You don't just say Oh, okay, make sure I don't harden my heart But the Bible says this also Encourage others to not harden their hearts too Mm -hmm. So when people see people sin in church What do we often do? Uh, I've been trying to encourage this in our church Sometimes people come up to me Oh, Jimmy Did you see that person's Facebook? Wow, this person is really, really wicked and sinful Look at what he's doing, is it? and I tell him, okay, uh, you are concerned, but the first job is to tell, you You should go tell them first. Right. Okay, You should go there first. The Bible says, uh, whenever you see someone's wrong, you want to privately confront right. out of love. So you don't go tell everyone, like, right? right. go to prayer meeting, and say, uh, hey guys, can we all pray for this? And then I ask, hey, did you talk to them? Oh, no, but I thought we prayed for them. It sounds so spiritual, but we end up, what, gossiping, okay? But I think there is a place to tell. The pastor, after you tell them tell and there's no repentance, then we do, we do this out of love, okay? Not out of judgment, knowing that all of us could harden our hearts, okay? Mm-hmm. We do this out of what? Grace, okay? Uh, because we love them, okay? Mm-hmm. To warn them, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's a part of that too, to say, hey, don't just let it go. Don't just say, you know, there's two sins we could have. The sin of just letting it go and enabling, it, and the sin of what? Coming very, very harsh. Mm-hmm. Being judgmental, thinking we're better, okay? Okay. Cool. I thought the first step was looking uh, into your own life Yeah, we must look at Yeah, we must After we look at our own life mm-hmm. Also as well, we we also go to But even, I think sometimes Even as we struggle with that We also go, hey, I'm not better than you I struggle in the same thing Could we also pray together and, and go with that also as well Okay um, So I think we need to Yeah, of course, we need to see our own sin Because if our sin is worse Then we become a hypocrite Okay And mm. Jesus says, hey Remember the story Jesus says a, a guy that has a log in his lo- eye right? Think about like a telephone pole, mm-hmm. walking around and say, "Hey, how come you have a little speck in your eye?" So I'm not uh, okay. I'm, I'm just pointing general. I'm not pointing to you generally. Just in general, right? That would be like hypocritical, okay? Um, this is where it's rare ju- hard when you talk about judgment. It's like, uh, you know, make sure you look at everyone, right? Uh, but sometimes, uh, by the way, you guys know when I well, preach. Is it the, the Jesus Christ parable. Yeah, or, or the story in Matthew right. 7. Okay? By the way, usually when I preach and uh, I'm looking at you, I'm just preaching. I don't even notice. I'm looking at you, okay? Uh, with that. Because a few weeks ago, someone went up to me and said, hey, I'm so sorry I was falling asleep. And I was like, oh, like, I did not know. I, I might have been staring, but I, I'm just yeah. preaching, talking, okay? Yeah. So, uh, with that. So, we need to do that. And off, off, of course, in all of this, to not harden our heart, mean we need to go to Jesus first mm-hmm. and say, Lord, I've sinned. Forgive me. Help me. Help me with heart, right? And could God help our heart, change our heart? Yes. yes. Okay, just like that man Who says Help me to believe In my mm-hmm. unbelief Right mm-hmm. So we can Ask God for help and grace Because of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. And by the way The Bible says Because you trust in Jesus Christ He gives you a new heart mm-hmm. Do you remember the part that says not a heart of stone mm-hmm. Because the Egyptian Made a stone heart Right mm-hmm. to, to tie around The real human heart But now A heart of flesh A heart that could Confess our sin to God And receive grace mm-hmm. And that's possible by trusting in Jesus Christ.